Opposition leader Peter Dutton and Shadow Minister for Indigenous Australians Julian Lisa went into a meeting with the referendum working group yesterday wanting answers around how the voice to parliament would operate. But they say they were left with more questions. They're now calling on an orthodox referendum process, including a constitutional convention, more consultation and more details about the change. I'm joined now by Julian Lisa. Welcome back to Breakfast. Great to be with you, Patricia. You say you did not learn anything in the meeting uh, that you didn't already know. What questions did you ask and what do you think that you didn't get to find out that you expected to find out yesterday? Well, Patricia, yesterday uh, we accepted the Prime Minister's invitation to meet with the referendum working group um, and we received a very comprehensive presentation from the group that took most of the meeting time um, about the progress um, that led to the Uluru Dialogues, um, which basically led to the the Indigenous uh, leaders adopting the voice back in in 2017. Um, uh, It was a very comprehensive briefing about that process, a process I was familiar with. It was good to be reminded of of some of those things. And in the the short time we had available at the end, um, we we agreed that we would have further discussions with with the referendum working group because there's issues we both, I'm sure, want to talk about in relation to that. Um, But we also noted that this had been a very strange um, and unusual process that the government had adopted here. In most previous referenda, there's been a committee that deals with uh, deals with these issues that's public. There's been more things like a constitutional convention. And we didn't call for either of those things. We just noted that those things hadn't been present here and that we also contrasted uh, the processes that had occurred under Tony Abbott and Bill Shorten and Malcolm Turnbull and Bill Shorten and Scott Morrison, um, uh, where basically... You know, they've been lockstep processes mm. across the parliament working together, and that just hasn't happened uh, uh, at the moment. This is despite the fact that, uh, you know, Peter Dutton, since he's been leader, has said, you have an open mind and uh, um, has been asking for detail. Yesterday, we accepted the Prime Minister's invitation. We've made him a generous offer as well to answer our questions, and the Prime Minister says this is about courtesy and good manners. We want to see him accept our offer and, uh, and answer the reasonable questions of Australians that Peter Dutton has put forward. You co-chaired the Joint Select Committee with Senator Patrick Dodson. In that joint committee, you listened to many hours of evidence and read the submissions and you recommended a pathway forward. The voice co-design process was one of your recommendations. And, of course, the Referendum Council led to the Uluru Statement from the Heart. It was all appointed under Malcolm Turnbull's government. What more could you possibly seek to try and understand, Julian Lisa, when actually you were a co-author of the process we're currently in? Well, um, you're absolutely right. I, I, I chaired the uh, the, the, referent, the uh, Joint Select Committee with Pat Dodson. I've had a long history in this. I've been a supporter of um, The Voice and have been involved in processes that led to The Voice since before I was a parliamentarian. That Joint Select Committee that uh, Pat Dodson and I chaired recommended a process of co-design. Um, that happened... Um, and reported in the, in the middle of 2021, and they had some recommendations for a local, regional and national voice. In government, the Morrison government adopted the proposals uh, for the local and regional voice. We lost the election, Anthony Albanese became Prime Minister, and he's never, uh, and, and instead of adopting the local and regional voice, he said we would have a referendum on this and adopt a voice to parliament. But he's never spelled out the detail of what that would look like. He's never responded to the work of the Calma Langton report. And this is a, a point we've made um, okay. many times. Um, the, the reason we're making this point, and I say this as a supporter, as somebody who wants this to succeed, 
is because the idea of having a few words in the constitution and providing the detail later is losing supporters. And the idea that if you go to a referendum campaign, people will stop asking questions about what, what this body will look like, I just think is wrong. Um, that the framers of the constitution left the decision about changing our constitution in the hands of the people. When people are going to make this decision, they're going to want to understand what it is that this body will do. Okay, so we know that this body, based on the principles explained to you, will provide advice on uh, policy that affects Aboriginal Australians. And you will design the process as a parliament after a potential yes vote. That's clear and that's crystal clear. In fact, I understand that the referendum working group made that clear to you that they would design it after a yes vote. Is that a deal breaker for you? Well, what we're saying is we think Australians should be able to understand what this body looks like. We're being asked to add to the constitution um, words to create one body. It's reasonable that Australians understand what the body would do, um, how, it, how, how it would function, what it would advise on, and how it will make a difference to people on the ground and in community. I mean, I think the so problem here... So if it's I, explained, I just, I'm just trying to get to... The, you know for a fact that they want to do it after a yes vote. Do you accept that that's the way they will move forward? I don't accept that that's the best way to achieve uh, to, to achieve consensus here. I mean, the thing I was struck by listening to the presentation about the Uluru process was how good that process was. When you have good process, you gather people, you smooth out wrinkles. Good process means that you don't lose people along the way. Mm. And so when you come to a decision, the consensus is made. Here but, there hasn't been a good process. I mean, But the process you know, they're saying is actually exactly that, that after a yes vote, which is a principal thing, that you'd have a voice, then you do this long consultation. That's what they're, they're actually outlining to try and get the voice right. And you would be fundamental in that. The parliament would have to be involved in that. Why isn't that but, but acceptable to you? For the last two years, we've had a process of consultation. It's the Cal Melanchthon report. They they basically went around, they had nine and a half thousand people that uh, um, made submissions to the Cal Melanchthon inquiry and they put forward a proposal for the design of a national body. Um, they also said that the national body should be drawn from the local and regional bodies. We, we accepted the recommendations of the Cal Melanchthon report in relation to the local and regional bodies, which was the first step. And had we won government, we would be rolling out those local and regional bodies now. The government's got the information it needs. It is it is time for them to make some choices about that information. But that's because they're being advised by the people this would affect, the Aboriginal people this would affect, that they don't want to just go down the road of that. They want to do another consultation with Aboriginal people in the parliament after a yes vote. Is that a deal breaker for you? Well, I just asked, what about the 9,500 people, many of whom were Aboriginal? I know, but that's not my question with respect. Government. I'm saying, is that not acceptable to you? Um, as a supporter of the uh, of, of the voice, as somebody who wants this to succeed, I think the best way to in, ensure that more Australians vote for this than not is to provide the detail up front. But, but you're I, saying, I, I but you're also that. saying that you do, you're not pushing for a constitutional convention. Uh, there's been a report today that you are. Can you just clarify that again? Why not? No, well, we, we've well, it's the process is not up to us. But what we have pointed out is that the government's process here is chaotic. And let me give you the latest example. You were at Gama with me, Patricia. The Prime Minister said that the proposed amendment to the Constitution was three sentences. This week, he added a fourth sentence. He didn't announce it. He just dropped it in his letter to Peter Dutton two days ago. The government has been completely cavalier with this process. The orthodox process for dealing with reform in this country is you have a report. 
you respond to a report, you set up a committee that tries to build consensus. That's what we've done right throughout these processes to get us to this point. But here at the, at the last moment, when it actually counts, um, we are not providing people with the detail. We are not building, the government is not providing people with the detail. They are not building the support that I think is necessary uh, to ensure okay. that referendum has the best chance of success. We're out of time, but I'd love to speak to you again, and I'm sure I will. Uh, thank you, Julian Lisa. Thanks, Patricia. Shadow Minister for Indigenous Australians and the Shadow Attorney General, Julian Lisa. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations, live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.